Hey guys, welcome back to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Steve. And I'm Jim. And let's get right into it. Jim, we've been on a hiatus for for a bit over here, right? Yeah, it feels like forever. <laughs> it really has, it really has. Uh, yeah, so um, I've been gone to Nepal for the past two Thursdays. And so that's why we haven't been able to, um, you know, do anything really. Um, and I'll get right into it. But uh, before that, do you have anything that you did during the week, Jim, before I hijack? I think I, it's supposed to be your week, but I'm going to hijack your week to just yeah. talk about my ball trip. But I'll, I'll leave you some time to talk. <laughs> this, this feels like our relationship here. This is, wow. kind of, this is kind of how it is. Steve just has his way and I just ride along for the ride. Uh, I mean, some of the things that were kind of interesting was, um, I, I got a new job. I'm going to be switching jobs, which I, uh, I did mention to you, but that's yeah. going to, that's going to be great. And uh, are you going to be happier at your new job? I hope so. And you know, you never know with these jobs, they may be big podcast people there and this thing may oh, take off. So that'd be cool. yeah, be on the lookout. Um, there's things I didn't do, like take a haircut. I still have to get a haircut. And I said, you have a haircut. Take a haircut, not get a haircut. Take yeah. A haircut. Well, yeah, I was trying to be international for international listeners. Some of them say take, like take a haircut. <laughs> the international people, it is, it should also still be get a haircut. Right, right. right. Um, let me think what, what other things I had. I can't even remember what I did. Oh, I did the zoo. Oh, zoo. Zoo. I, and I okay. wanted to tell you, this is a great time to tell it. I'll take some of your time up here. Where was the zoo? Uh, the zoo right by my house. It's like two minutes away. Okay. Um, it's not the biggest zoo. It's like a two hour zoo. And this was the first time I've gone to a zoo where all the animals are awake. Everyone, except, oh. except the crocodile. Everything else oh, was awake. It's not hot enough yet. Because usually when it's so hot, they're just hiding in shade anywhere they can go. So Yeah. Well, we got to see the, and I have like videos of them too. Like the puma uh, came right up to the thing and was like walking around. The oh, cool. uh, jaguar, same thing, went in the water, went in the trees, like walked around. Um, the zebras and the giraffes came right up to the fence. And I got to say, zebras are massive. Like in real life, they are they massive. Are huge. Yeah, big They're horses. big. Yeah. I was scared. Um, all the animals were walking around, but the most fun one was the birds, uh, the falcon and the owls. I played on YouTube the call sounds for them, and they immediately started chirping back. And it was oh, so really? cool. Yeah, so cool. cool. Yeah. The other animals just didn't care. I played the yeah. other animal sounds. They Like the bison, it just sat there, you know. <laughs> it didn't care. I don't know what you wanted the bison to do. But yeah. Well, I played the mating call, so you'd think they'd oh, like... You wanted them to mate with you. Yeah. Or think, oh, they, okay. or think they could. Or think they could. <laughs> yeah, so uh, did that. So, and then... so you were doing uh, Tinder at the zoo near you. Right, right. Yeah. I found I found someone for you there. I I think you would have loved. Oh, you found someone for me. Huh? I think you would have loved the prairie dogs. They, <laughs> I do love prairie dogs. They're they cute. were so cute, and they fed the animals while we were there too. So there was the lettuce and the carrots right at the prairie dog hole, 
and okay. the prairie dogs were coming out and getting it. But then so was the the fat squirrel, and so was the bird. Oh, that doesn't belong in the zoo. <laughs> and he just lives there feeding off of of like just stealing food from. Oh all yeah. The yeah, yeah. I saw vultures stealing food. Yeah. Um, and the only animal that we saw that didn't like care, like the bison kind of didn't care, was the bald eagle. When I played the bald eagle call, they look at you and they're scary animals. Like if you look they at a bald are. eagle, they, they look yeah. angry. They look very yeah. angry. I was scared. And so like I played the sound and all of them just turned their head and I was like, oh my God, let's get <laughs> out of here. Yeah. So the zoo... Uh, trying to think of anything else that's a highlight i don't know if i could beat nepal in terms of awesomeness <laughs> yeah but that's pretty much it i mean well, easter coming too well, one thing i wanted to point out i didn't tell you the this the story but uh i called jim on the phone yesterday right and i was supposed to go to soccer and uh i was dressed I had my water bottle and everything. Oh, that's where you were driving. And then, you know, the jet lag still is like just now catching up to me. So it's been a little, little hard to to like motivate myself around that time of the day. And so I called, I like texted them and said, "Listen, I don't feel like soccer. I'm exhausted." And they said, "No, Steve, just like come, you know, just just." A one good shoulder charge and you'll wake right up, you know? <laughs> Friendly people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, so I was like, okay, okay, you know what? So I went back. I, like, turned around, went back and changed and got water. And then I got out and then I called you. And, yeah, it was so long that we, we haven't spoken that, you know, I was talking to you. And then when we were done, I look up from, like, where I'm driving and... <laughs> Oh my God, I'm five minutes from my house. <laughs> I accidentally went home. And do you know how little they believed me when I said, listen, I know I said I changed my mind and I was coming, but I accidentally went home. Wait, so you <laughs> you were driving on autopilot and went home? On autopilot, yeah. Just wow. Oh, so you were left work and yeah. then you were saying to them, I'm going to meet you guys at the soccer field. Yeah, because the soccer field's close to work. And so, uh, yeah, even if for, for me to now, I was so far down that for me to turn around and go back would be another half hour. Yeah, it's too much. Driving. So. In, in the rush hour is too much. Yeah, in rush hour. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if, if anybody, and I probably, if I was that guy playing soccer, I definitely wouldn't believe you. <laughs> and like right now listening to you, I believe you because I'm not on the other side of the fence, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I completely, completely forgot. Yeah, you had distracted me, and I was just autopilot all the way home. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't go because you know you might have you might catch COVID. I don't know if you heard the news. My parents got. Oh, I told you, my parents got COVID, and uh, in Philly they're going to start requiring masks. So it's it's yeah. back. My family's still waiting to hear test results, but my sister has it. And she lives with them, so yeah, yeah. It seems to be another surge coming through. It's never gonna end, Jim. I don't know. At this at this That's point, it. I'm just like, I'm wondering how many times people can get it at this point. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jim has not had it ever. Yeah. 
I like There's to think it's isolation pod. You know, I like to think yeah. it's good genes. Good genes. It's your 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 own parents got it. Well, they don't. They only give me some of the genes. I evolved past the. Wow. Okay. I am wondering though, like if like if I should at some point take one of those blood tests to see if you ever the had antibody test. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but it doesn't matter. Like, why why even bother going if doesn't matter if I've had it or not? No. Right. So it's no. It's yeah. not going to change anything. You can catch it again. I've known people that have had oh, COVID yeah. multiple times. My so. parents' neighbors are very big anti-vaxxers. Okay. Uh, you probably haven't met these neighbors. Um, they don't have kids our age, but they're very big, very big anti-vaxxers. And they, during the pandemic, were just going supermarket shopping, doing whatever they want. Didn't care. And uh, when my mom got COVID, I asked her, I was like, oh, did uh, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so get, get it this season? And she's like, you know. They never said they got it, but interestingly enough, they got the flu a few times this year. So, <laughs> so I feel like there's almost a stigma around COVID now. The flu. Yeah. Well, I'm worried because I'm worried that people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to be that guy who says he has COVID nowadays. So I'm just going to say I have the flu or a cold or allergies. And then I think everyone's almost almost everyone's had it at this point that I don't think it matters. You're you're actually part of the minority at this point. If you have not had it, I feel like I'm in some sort of futuristic movie where the government says, "All right, we're gonna make a disease that's not gonna kill people, but it's gonna leave a tracer in them, a COVID tracer." Ooh. Right? You've had the COVID antibody tracers in you now, and yeah. then and then they'll build they'll, they'll have some sort of a way of just killing off everybody who has those tracers, and then just us strong chosen selected people will be alive yeah i think it'll be the reverse i think it'll be a type of hunger games <laughs> where they decided who was the best right like you know from this and whoever doesn't has to fight to the death for the survival of humanity each country has like their representative and so <laughs> I mean it's it's kind of realistic to think that eventually there'll be a disease that wipes out the majority of the people. Like that yeah. that happens all the time with all species. Yeah. So like when that happens, covid or not, there will just be a small group of people left. There will. Yes. Yes, there could always uh covid could always mutate to something deadlier. I um, saw that movie Contagion recently. I haven't watched it. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. It's like a 10-year-old movie. It's literally the story of COVID. The original. The original story. The original story. Well, the original story of like COVID. Yeah, well, like back when COVID story was uh, you know, bats or animals had a disease that got into our food, which got into us, right? That was the original story before they looked kind of at like weapons of mass destruction weapon testing or like antibody testing is another way you can do with diseases but before all those theories that was the og theory and in that movie that's exactly what happens like COVID. it's just more deadly right right but it's crazy yeah i always wonder if people would be different if if it was deadlier whether people would be like eh you know what Still, I can't, you know, not live my life, even if there's an 80% chance that I will die going outside. You know, <laughs> those people die. Nice. 
Let's roll that dice. It's weird that it's weird because we do have deadlier diseases. They but they kill so fast, you don't have time to spread it. Yeah. And if chickenpox was deadlier, then that would be a big thing. Deadly. Yeah. Actually, we did have like polio and stuff, but mm-hmm. we have vaccines now. Yeah, vaccines for polio. Yeah. Chickenpox with the chickenpox parties as a kid. It's purposely infect our children. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> My parents put me in oatmeal or something. I forget what they did. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary, though, to think about that. Yeah. Well, in Nepal, yeah, go ahead. Much COVID didn't exist. <laughs> Barely saw anyone wear masks anywhere. Was anybody sick? Or you wouldn't even know. Um, it's not from our group. There wasn't anyone right. sick. sick yeah. Um, so yeah. So let me talk about. Yeah, my, give me the give me the trip. trip to Nepal. Okay, we'll start. We'll start from the beginning till the end, going through everything. You can interrupt whenever, Jim. Give me your reactions, okay? I was born. Oh um, my god! <laughs> I want I want the highlights of your most excitement when you're telling the story, but then also I want those low lights so I can laugh at you throughout the story. There's a lot of low lights. <laughs> <laughs> So in case anybody doesn't know, I'll give the summary of what the type of the trip was. It was a hiking trip um, in the Annapurna region of Nepal, which is on the, like the west side of the country. Um, it's not in, it's not close to Everest at all, but it's still part of the Himalayans. And uh, yeah, so it was a four to five day hiking adventure. And then around that, is about four days of travel both from here within the country just to get to those areas and like two and two yeah well it took me two days to get to nepal and then one of those days to get to nepal overlapped with one of the days we stayed in nepal and then the following day was i'll get to it is travel within there just to start hiking and then the same thing in reverse oh wow okay I think it was three and three, pretty much. Yeah, for travel, just to get start and finish the hike. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So um, leaving Newark, New Jersey, on Turkish Airlines to, and we had a stop. I had a stopover in Istanbul, Turkey. Now that's the first time I've had Turkish Airlines, and let me tell you, big proponent of Turkish Airlines. Really? Yes, very good, very good airline. I loved it. Um, you know, the, it was very clean. The seats were huge, like so much leg room. Um, all the seats come with their own personal entertainment system. They give Ooh. you headphones. They also, since it's a long flight, maybe, I don't know if they do this all the time, but they give you this cute little purse and inside the purse is, um, what's it called? Earplugs, an eye mask. There is blanket, toothbrush, toothpaste, and socks and slippers. Yeah. And Whoa. they just give you this. So you're, you're like in comfort, you know? Yeah. I, I was just, you know, all bundled up. I had my eye thing, my ear thing. It was like, I, it was non-existent. I, I've never traveled on an airplane with an eye mask and like earplugs. And let me tell you. Is that the way to go? Changer. 
It's a game changer. Yeah. Wait, how- if you want to sleep on an airplane, yeah, that's what you do because your sensory your your senses are now none. <laughs> there is no loud babies crying. There's no like you know lights shining from someone trying to read next to you. That's it. The world is non-existent. You just have the hum of the airplane and you just pass out. It was great. So great. how much did the slippers and socks add to the experience? Because I know the feet get cold on the airplanes. Well, I didn't use the slippers and socks because I had, yeah, you know. First of all, uh, the slippers are, I mean, they're like paper slippers. Oh. So not paper, but like. They're like foldable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they weren't like the best of slippers, but it was kind of cool that they gave it to you. And then I was already wearing socks, so I didn't need socks. But if I was not wearing socks, I would have totally used it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then the entertainment had everything. Food was all Turkish food. Very good. Lots of olives and cheeses and stuff like that. Okay. Cheeses so- on the plane? Oh my yes. god, yeah. what a risker. What a crazy <laughs> man. I would dude on planes when the food comes, I just say like rice, pasta, chicken, just standard. Crackers. I had like cheese inside. It was like uh, big food. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna risk airplane cheese. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, so we get to Istanbul and then my flight's delayed. So I think I spent 13 hours laid over in Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah, it was rough. In the airport. In in the airport. Yeah, I was. So I had left. It it was. I was like on red eyes the the whole the whole time. So red eye out of New York, land in Istanbul in the afternoon, and then next flight's at five in the morning. So (laughs) yeah. You're just spending Dude, the your, whole time. Your body like, must have been hating you. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't happy with me. Yeah, no. And all you do is just sit in chairs all day there. Well, actually, the airport in Istanbul is massive. There's several, like, food courts. One, like, regular food court that had a Popeye's and a Shake Shack. And Wow. Yeah. And then there's, like, a Turkish food court. Where we had, um, like, I ate some Donner kebabs and some baklava. And then there's this, like, this kind of, like, Turkish pizza where, you know, it kind of looks like an eye. And then in the middle is cheese. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's really, really good, really good food. And then they had pretty much an entire mall in there with fancy stores, not fancy stores. This was just regular stores in the Istanbul airport. Not even counting the duty-free and things like that. And they had two museums. Two museums. A museum and an airport? Yeah. I guess yeah, for the layovers. Science, which was free. And then there was like the museum, some sort of in Istanbul International Airport Museum. That one you had to pay five bucks for. I was like, nah. I'll go out and stick to the Museum of, of Science. Yeah. <laughs> so how long were you in that airport? 15, 13, I think. 13 hours. 13, 14 where do hours. You, where do you sit that time? Just in a terminal? Anywhere you want. Yeah, you can go in the terminal. Okay. So standard airport, you just chill. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Did you bring something Uh, to do? A book. I brought a book to read. That probably went fast. (laughs) I'm almost done with it, actually. No, it was Three Musketeers. It's a pretty big big book. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
yeah okay so then you fly out to nepal okay so in nepal first of all there was you land on the tarmac and they take you by bus to the airport and from the tarmac from the tarmac yeah okay and you get there everyone is looking confused they don't know where to go yeah there's no one really directing people there's no signs in english at least and so you're supposed to go to the terminal like this little like uh computers and check in in your information to get like a visa voucher and of course it's broken now now i'm i'm I'm, I'm, the reason i'm spending so much time on this first day is because it sets the tone of how nepal really is so the terminal is broken so it doesn't print out your voucher so you have they tell you oh you just have to take your phone and take a picture of the confirmation number and bring it to the next spot which is payment for your 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 visa and then you wait in that line then you pay and you go and wait in another line for the actual customs officer right okay gotta do customs and yeah you get to the customs guy and I, he was like where are you staying and i say hotel yambu and he says which one i said oh shit i didn't know it was a chain i didn't even know there's chains here yeah <laughs> i've never heard of this hotel yambu I was like, I don't know. I just like gave him all the information I had on my phone, and he was just like, whatever. And he just stamped my, yeah. <laughs> stamped my thing, and sent me along. the The baggage claim is one, uh, one belt for carousel, carousel. Yeah, one carousel for a giant international plane, and it is very small. And so, because of it, the workers there just take the luggage off of it. And there's piles of luggage all over baggage claim. <laughs> and so you're like, the heck is happening here? What is this a mess? Is my stuff in one of these piles? Does it not come out yet? Oh my God. This is why I'm saying it. This was the setting of how Nepal is like. <laughs> have you have you ever seen luggage thieves? I've never seen lug- luggage thieves, but I can see the, how easy it would be in Nepal. So easy. Because, because there's just stuff lying around, you know? Who knows what luggage pile you can, you, you'd hope, you know. What did you, where was yours? It didn't, hadn't come out yet, but I didn't know. I was just going luggage pile to luggage Did you pile. have any little thing on your bag to let you know it was you, or did you go stock bag? Yeah, yeah, no, I had a bag that had no, I mean, like, did you put, like, a ribbon or, like, a color? No, it wasn't, a like, a traditional suitcase. I had a hiking backpack, so... Oh, that's way different. Yeah, it, it looks way different than everybody else's. Granted, in Nepal, there were a lot of hiking backpacks coming out of there, but... Uh, They're all unique. They're all unique. Yeah, very unique. Yeah, exactly. So I got, got the stuff. We get outside, and immediately you're, you're surrounded by people, taxi drivers, saying... Oh, you know, you know, you want, you want taxi ride, taxi, taxi. And I was like, no, we got a guy. He's like, where, where? I don't see him. Yeah, no. What do you mean, where? Where? I, I don't know. He's over there. He's like, oh, well, you know, I drive you to him. No, no, no. He's going to be right here. <laughs> this is the, the classic airport scam 101. What's your guy's right. name? Jamal? I'm Jamal. You know? <laughs> oh, I must be your guy. <laughs> the classic scam. So how did you find your guy? He's holding a sign for our tour group. So <laughs> the yeah, luckily the tour group like took care of everything. Okay. They 
Um, dealt with all taxi drivers, all transportation, everything. Okay, so. So, yeah, so we get to... <laughs> I'll never forget. We're going from the airport to the hotel. And traffic in Nepal is chaos. Organized chaos. There's no, okay? like, rules on the road. It's, technically, it's a four-lane road. So two lane going one way, two lanes going the other way. Somehow, five lanes of cars fits in that two lanes. And there's uh, motorcycles and scooters and cows. Just somehow cows. in between there. Yes, cows. And... You know, even people were going into oncoming traffic and there's people honking and they're like honking at them and it's chaos and there's no traffic lights. There are traffic officers trying to direct traffic with their whistles. They must have lungs of steel because the amount of whistling they're doing constantly <laughs> all day long is is, is nuts. Traffic yeah. officers? Yeah, so they're yeah, They're standing yeah. in the middle of those roads. They're standing in the middle of those roads, doing yeah. The... Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're dealing with directing traffic because or else it would be even more chaos. And even whatever they were directing was very minimal. So... <laughs> <laughs> but you were in like a bus. I was in a taxi, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, how big was a taxi? It fit uh, five people in the back. Yeah. Okay, so like bigger than a regular sedan. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like an SUV almost. So if you little, hit a sedan, smaller. you'd be okay. Like a hatchback. Almost. Yeah. Um, throughout the city, though, there were taxis that were like three wheelers with like a little wagon oh, that's yeah. covered. And you just like hop in and hop off the wagon. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, kind of. So kinda weird. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any like busted cars on the sides of the roads? Yes. Yeah. First of all, um, Kathmandu has to be the dirtiest like city I've ever seen in my entire life. There really? was. And trash, you've been to New York. Trash everywhere. So much trash. And I was trying to tell people when I was telling my stories of Nepal, and I want to go look it up, Kathmandu. I just wrote Kathmandu and trash. And an NPR article came up that said, if you think your city is bad with trash, wait till you get to Kathmandu. And they refer to it as Trashmandu. And they said, it's not called Trashmandu for no reason. And I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> because there is trash everywhere. Is it like Everywhere is, trash. is it like that Thor movie where that whole planet was a trash planet? It looked like it, yeah. Where the yeah. trash flew out and it was just part of the infrastructure now. That's <laughs> exactly it. Yeah. So you like pass over a bridge over what you think is a river, but that river is just like filled with trash. So oh much my trash. God. Yeah. So what's interesting about Nepal is there's like no real formal trash collection service so people are responsible for burning their own trash and that includes plastic aluminum everything well, that's bad they burn it in the street so there's always like a haze like smog that's so unhealthy for city. you too i know yeah so i'm i'm, I'm gonna talk about how unhealthy the i think my water bottle literally says don't burn or boil yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, it's just, everyone is responsible for that. So I guess people just don't care and just leave the trash lying around everywhere. I'm going to look yeah. up a picture while you're talking. I've got to see of, this. Of, Kath of Kathmandu with the trash. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so the dust, the dust and the smog is so bad that every throughout the day and every morning, people are just dusting their cars of the dust to take it off the car. Dude, you didn't give this city enough justice with the level of trash. <laughs> the, it, it, the trash looks like it is the sidewalk. It's just completely covering the city. And when yeah. I saw the picture that was on the on the Google Images, I thought the picture was just a pile of trash to be like, this is a trash mound like we have here in the States. No, that was the city. And there were cars <laughs> driving over the trash. Yeah, driving through the trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was bad. So bad. Did it smell? I, I mean, it's just like... I don't even know how to describe the smell just because it's like, it, it just smells like car exhaust, trash, and just oh. dust and, you know, mixed with food because there's food everywhere. So, oh. yeah. So people are dusting off the the chemicals from their water bottles and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, you would hope so, but no, no. And, uh, you know, you pass like marketplaces with the, the fruit and stuff just out in the open. And I was like, I hope they dust their fruit because oh. it's just insane to like think about like just fruit lying out there and getting that amount of treatment oh yeah so i don't know can you drink the water there or do you have to bottle water no no everything is bottled water you should not drink the water there whatsoever yeah um yeah okay so we get to the hotel and there was that experience and i was like okay this is not what i pictured nepal right off the bat but we'll go okay hotel is all fine not the best hotel the shower is in the middle of the bathroom um, and everything just drains into the same drain. Oh, I've been to a hotel like that. It's so weird. Yeah. The whole bathroom yeah, so like, is the shower. Yeah, the whole bathroom is the shower. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> you're, like, when you're showering, you? you're just in the middle of the bathroom. The toilet's getting completely <laughs> filled with water <laughs> from, from you standing inside. And so like – And you're like, yeah. who designed this? How is this – made i don't know like it doesn't seem that hard to just put like a wall or a partition between or a a door or door yeah but no it's just yeah it's all all together in one um but yeah overall it wasn't too bad okay that so the next day uh was travel to the second biggest city called pokhara okay and there's options either you take an $80 flight that's 25 minutes between Kathmandu and Pokhara or a 10-hour bus ride through the countryside. So we chose... Now, I want to say, first of all, that the distance between the two, and this is why the plane is only 25 minutes, is 120 miles. That's not 120 far. miles in 10 hours. You are going slow. That's a slow train. Yeah, it's a slow bus. It's a yeah. bus. Oh, that was a bus. You said train. Okay, bus. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's a sorry. A bus through the countryside. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's through the mountains, so it's windy roads. The roads aren't really paved. You took so the bus. Bumpy. Yeah, I took a bus. We took the bus. Yeah. The you saw. Wait, you saw ride. that city. You got out of the first flight. You saw that city, and you were like, "I got to get on a bus." To see yeah. more of this city. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's not just the city. I was like, oh, you know, we'll drive through the countryside. You don't know. You don't know what the what the experience is going to be like. You know, you're just in for the ride. How slow is that going? 
like like 10 miles an hour and then there's certain points where they're constructing the road as you're going along oh my god it's just really really bad yeah this is a bus so, with like a bathroom and everything no no there's no ac <laughs> on the bus no ac so you have the window open and you're breathing in that air. And this is what I meant. I was going to tell you how dirty it was because I wear my mask. Yeah, I was probably one of the only people in the entire bus wearing a mask. But I wore it. When I got to Pokhara, it was black. No. Did you it have a black. picture? Did you take a picture of that? Oh, one of my, my, I think my friend, my friend took a picture. You have yeah. to. That's yeah, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was. How did you, gross. did they stop to let people pee? Yeah. So. We stopped at regular every two hours. We stopped at a like a, a bus station rest area that included food and quote unquote toilets. So the bathrooms on at these bus stations were if you were a girl or you had to go number two as a guy was just a hole in the ground. Okay. Okay. And. If you needed to go number one as a guy, I mean, you could wait in line for the hole or you can go into these uh, quote unquote urine rooms, which is just behind a curtain and you just go on the floor. Uh, it's just a room. There's no hole. There, there's a drain in the middle that all the. A drain. The, so that's for P, P only is drain. P only. Yeah. For guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you so just. Pick different corners of the wall to pee on, and it goes down the wall and through the drain into in, into what it is. Yes, the urine room. Yes, and they literally that's what it's called, the urine room. Okay, and the other <laughs> and the other thing is the hole. The other thing's the hole. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then there's food right alongside the. the <laughs> What was the hand cleaning situation there for pooping? Uh, there were always a, there was always a sink. You're lucky if it ever had soap. Okay. So, but at least there was water. There was water, yeah, coming out of the sinks, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but I was like, ain't no way I'm going to eat bus station, rest area food, okay? I don't even do that. On the New Jersey Turnpike. No. There's no way I'm going to do this in no. Nepal next to the urine room. Okay. <laughs> and knowing how long this bus ride's been, I would have yeah, been yeah, like, exactly. no way. But Jim, by hour seven and a half, okay. What happened to granola bars? i really hungry. Granola bars. I didn't have granola bars. <laughs> That's the only thing I told you to bring. To survive on granola. You're like, okay, I'll bring some granola bars. They're bringing granola bars. They're bringing granola bars. No, no. That's that would have been my whole bag. Granola yeah. bar, granola bars, toilet paper, and underwear. That would have been my whole bag. Underwear. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear the same everything else. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. So at some point we had to eat, and we stop. And so the one place that everyone decided, okay, this is where we're gonna eat. Is a buffet. Oh, so it's, oh, it's all everything. sitting out there. Sitting out there. And my friend was like, Steve, it's fine. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to no. eat any of this no. food. 
They're like, Steve, it's fine. It's all cooked. It's all cooked that, that, food. That's how you get it. And I was like, I was like, ah, I guess. So I had, I had some and they're like, Steve, I don't know why you're freaking out about this. And I was like, I don't even eat at buffets in the United States. I know, States. in the United States. Be, this is, this is going to be awful. Like it's just sitting out there in germs. They're like, eh, I think you'll be fine. And then as, as she says that, I look over and there's a worker joining two trays together with his hands. And I'm just like, oh, God, oh, God, I'm going to die on this trip. He was trip. <laughs> He's just like, I got this. I got and there's it. a guy, there's a regular, like, Nepalese person just waiting for him to finish what he's doing so he can scoop it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like a completely different world they live in over here, Jim. This is normal, you know. They have shorter life expectancies. They, they don't really use, like, utensils. Our guides and our uh, porters, uh, by the way, the porters were carrying most of our stuff. Uh, they're just people that you hire for 100 US dollars, pays for their travel, their food, their stay, and their pay for the whole week. A hundred dollars? A hundred US dollars, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor porters. <laughs> But but yeah, so you would see them eat, and they were just all using their hands. They were just like shoveling rice with their hands yeah. into their mouth, and that's just like normal to them, and that's that's fine and all. But let, like that's how the whole country like yeah. So what did like, you eat? Did you eat there? What did you eat? I ate uh, chow mein and fried rice. I would have went for the rice. Yeah, chow mein is probably safe too. Yeah, yeah. I would have went for oh, something. I to eat things that were like not. To yeah, like bread. spiced or not to like sitting out in the open, you know, things. But I feel like you uh, can have fried rice or Nepal chow is in, Nepal is in between China and, and India, and so um, there's both types of cuisine there. That's why chow mein and fried rice was there alongside samosas and like yeah, um, this other like popular lentil dish called dalbat, which is just lentils, white rice, like some curry potatoes and you know things like that yeah um that yeah good, okay. that was a good food choice though i feel like i've eaten both of those things out in the open and been okay <laughs> like those right, are the, right. those are the kind of things i'd be okay with you know right and this was the last stop before oh okay so you only you had, had to hold so yeah. like, okay like i just have one more i just this is the end hopefully like if anything happens, I'll be close enough to. I still think having that buffet, I would have rather died. I'm never gonna eat a buffet in another country. Yeah, You're... at a bus station. <laughs> at a bus station rest area. Yes, <laughs> You're right. No. When I drive back, I don't even stop at the Turnpike's food, even when I'm starving, and I know they're just gonna have chicken nuggets and whatever. I don't even yeah, risk I it. All day. I haven't eaten all day. You didn't that's do those a, granola bars. You didn't bring the granola bars. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, 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 okay. An hour into that, <laughs> I immediately have to go to the bathroom. That's I it. knew it. Why did that? You I was like, this. Oh, God, I can't do this. Like, I thought I was going to be able to make it, but immediately my stomach <laughs> was like, bad choices. <laughs> Bad choices were made. Bad choices were made. And but luckily, luckily, I was jet lagged and I was able to fall asleep. <laughs> you Even fell asleep like, with the stomach yeah, pain. 
Yeah, with the stomach pain. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we finally get to 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 Pokhara, and I got to go to like a regular bathroom, and so. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you did that. Thank you, Quentin two one four, saying that I am so brave. I am very brave. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can't. I sometimes I confuse bravery and stupidity, and they're just <laughs> right next to each other here. But you made it. Two hot two heads of the same point. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. So we get the Pokhara, second biggest city. Much nicer than Kathmandu. Okay, not as much trash. Still trash everywhere. Not as much trash. Not as much people. The traffic's not as chaotic. Okay, much better city. Pokhara is the place to be. Okay, mm. that, uh, if you have to choose, Kathmandu, the capital. No, no, no. Okay, but Pokhara was much better. Yeah, it's got a big lake. Beautiful, very beautiful. They supposedly they have lake trout there that they serve you. You know, some people got the lake trout, but. Yeah, um, I just saw the trash in the lake, and I was like, I don't want no lake trout. Oh I like no how lake. you're like such a beautiful city. They have a nice lake there. Well, I mean, the lake is obviously filled with trash. We're in Nepal, but yeah. it's a beautiful lake. I saw the water this time. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so we stay in Pokhara. Next day, we're supposed to start hiking. Okay. Um, I'm exhausted. Just I'm exhausted from this getting there. Yeah, I just hate. Getting... I hate it. So wake up the next morning immediately. Have stomach issues. <laughs> okay. All night long, stomach issues. <laughs> and the only thing. Why did you do this without buffet? So, <laughs> so immediately, you know, bad. <gasps> I, I I was already bad. I told the guy, and he's just like. Okay, so we just have to worry about dehydration. <laughs> he's just like, let's get ready to hike. So that's it. We drive to the start of the hike location. And, you know, um, the hike that day was uh, six hours long. And <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> this stupid buffet. I can't imagine a world when someone could convince me to eat at a buffet at a bus stop. The guy eating with his bare hands in <laughs> Nepal. Like, in what world? <laughs> I was hungry, Jim. And that's where everyone decided to get food, okay? And they convinced me. They said, Steve, it's all cooked. We're all eating it. We'll oh. be fine. I was the only one that got sick. No, I take it back. Somebody else got sick, too. But Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're gonna start off the hike already with stomach issues okay great start to the hike okay so first day wasn't was an easy day it was uphill the whole time but it was uphill on a road on a dirt road what's the now, pace what's the what are we who are we hiking with give me a visual what kind uh, of people are here well I, I was the youngest one that no my friend was the youngest one there Everyone was 50-year-old women from Texas, or there was another couple that were also in their 50s from New York City. What yeah. was the athleticism of these individuals? Now, they didn't look that athletic, but they were seasoned trekkers. Oh. They did the Inca Trail in Peru. They've done they've, – they've, they've hiked like all over the okay. place. Okay, so you were – so I, I wanted to make sure – 
there were I was pe- definitely the bottom rung okay. for hiking. Right. I wanted to uh, know if there for- were people that you'd be like, well, at least I wasn't as slow as the group that was behind me. But it sounds like you were with people who knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Granted, I was always, most of the time, was always in the front to the middle, not the front front. Yeah, one of the 50-year-old women teaches, like, jazzercise. Her, like, athletic ability was just insane. Her, her thighs were just, like, as big as your body. Like, <laughs> she was super thin, super thin, super in shape. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she she was in the front the whole time, just like powering through. But yeah, no, we did. The first day was eight miles in six hours, so it's not uh, eight miles and six. That's good. That's, that's slow. slow that's slow. slow yeah. Slow pace. Um, and actually, the the Russian couple was like the 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 one that was like the slowest out of out of the group. Um, but yeah. Um, in terms of climate, Nepal was completely unexpected. I had brought things for cold weather hiking. Don't need it. It is 80, 90 degrees, 100% humidity jungle, Nepal. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. No, I thought when I look at it in movies, it's like rocky and snowy and cold. That's Everest. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought just all of Nepal looked like Uh, that. mm. No. No. I wouldn't have asked anybody, though. I probably would have just went with my gut anyway. Yeah. So if (laughs) if your gut was, was a snow jacket, it was a snow jacket. I didn't bring a snow jacket. No, that I didn't bring. But I did bring like thermals and stuff like oh. that. Oh, well, I would probably, them. I would probably still wear pants on that hike. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I wore, I wore hiking pants, so they're like, you know, of a material that doesn't like you don't sweat into and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So first day, real easy. Okay, dirt road the whole time, uphill. Okay. Um, get to the first town. There's like a field of monkeys on the left, you know. Mon- wild beautiful. monkeys. Wild monkeys, yeah. Just running through the field. would have played with those monkeys. You didn't do you anything. I don't want to play with the monkeys. Don't want to play with the monkeys. They're 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 assholes. Oh, so. okay. I don't want to play with them then. No, no. <laughs> you didn't even feed them or throw them any food or anything? They were too far. They were like in a field far away. You can just see like monkeys running in a field, you know. Okay. And okay. and you're like, what the heck is that? Like birds or something? But no, they were monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we get to the, the, the town, um, the hotel quote unquote is, was, was fine. Uh, your room is just considered like, it's just a cot. That's it. Yeah, so it's better than sleeping on the floor. Cot. Yeah. Bathrooms are outside. They did have flushable toilets. Whoa. Yeah. Thank so God nice. you could use that. Yeah. There was one sink in the courtyard that everyone got to use, you know, so. You would have to go upstairs to the bathroom, downstairs to wash your hands, back upstairs to go to your room. Yeah. Not so, that bad, though. No. But, it, yeah, it was fine. So, day two, worst day. Worst Wor- day. Worse than the first day? Oh worse than God. the first day. Day two is, uh, I think, only six miles, but it is straight up. Oh. 3,000 stairs. Okay. Wait, 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 let me, let me, give me a second here to process that. So I've done the Stairmaster before mm-hmm. and I've done a, I've done like a hundred flights and that's my max. hundred flights is your max. And I think a flight is only like 10 or eight, maybe eight stairs, eight stairs to a flight. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Yeah. How many, how many stairs? How to a many flight? steps 
in a flight of stairs. Yeah. Uh, I'd say like eight, maybe ten. Yeah, thirteen to fifteen steps. Okay, so, so that that would be one thousand five hundred at the max. Yeah, and I, that's so and that, that and but that was and when I did that, that was like can't move. <laughs> like my legs are jello. Yeah, yeah. So this was double that. Dude, yeah. that's a lot of stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's only the first half of the day was the three thousand stairs, and then it's just like then it it, it like becomes more gradual just uphill. so there were like actually stairs, stairs there stairs yeah stone stairs stone stairs so it's a little harder on the joints yeah was there a railing no no railing did you look down i tried not to holy yeah. crap you're, so you're leaning forward because you have a, oh you didn't have to carry your backpack you had you had Picasso. My backpack, but the majority of the stuff in my backpack was on the porter they carry like a duffel bag. You just fill their duffel bag and they just put it on their head and they hike with you. Yeah. <laughs> He's hiking your hike with all your stuff on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's great pictures of like, you know, the dichotomy of it where like somebody is just standing there with nothing on their back and two hiking poles looking exhausted and then they're just trudging <laughs> along with like the stuff on their head. Great picture. Great picture. They have all your stuff on their yeah. head and they're yeah. just and their stuff maybe yeah and their stuff obviously and they just run on up yeah yeah for a hundred dollars a week hundred dollars and you got a hiking stick yeah i had hiking sticks thank god because that really helps with how did when you don't have a railing or something the hiking sticks help you did know, anybody so. fall no oh a few people fell on the downhill but not on the uphill i mean yeah. i oh. would i would be so scared going up those steps yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not like narrow steps, but yeah. How good. how deep are the steps? Uh, they're not that deep. That yeah. makes them scary. They're not deep. Yeah, they're yeah. You're, you're, but you're, it's good that they're not that deep because you don't want to be like you. You end up having a rhythm where you're just like step, 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 step. Oh because God. if it's too if it's too deep, then you start having to think like step. Walk. Am I using my left leg too much? I have to use my right leg a little bit more, you know, because or else you're just going to destroy your your joint if you just keep using the same leg. So and when you're alternating, oh, that's right. Close enough, it's better on your feet. Oh my so. god! Okay, so three thousand yeah, steps. Okay. Three thousand. Okay, and this is what killed this 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 day killed me. Um, some people were wondering if I was even going to make it because <laughs> I was right in the face, and they were like, "Steve, what's wrong?" And I said, "I can't tell you." I am just nauseous and I'm having difficulty breathing. And I can't tell if it's because of dehydration, because of stomach issues. Probably. Altitude, oh, because I be. have asthma. Could be. Um, at the same time, because I had stomach issues, I was no longer and, and always nauseous. I was not eating. Oh, Low blood sugar. That's right. Could have been, could have been yeah. a thing. And you were sweating so much because of the heat. And you're just walking up 3,000 steps that my back was drenched with sweat <laughs> and you could see the salt stains oh. in the back. Low electrolytes. Yeah, so the yeah. combination of all of that put me in a really bad state and I've never experienced uh, low blood sugar, low electrolytes in my life and so, yeah. or high altitude. So I had no idea, but the combination of those things put me in a really bad did spot. Did you bring Gatorade? I did not bring Gatorade, no. 
Um, some people had like tablets for electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I was telling you so, before so I got you to, left. I got to use that. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. Didn't. Didn't use it. Yeah, I thought I'd be fine without it. But yeah, what did I mention to you? You could get the Gatorade powder. I think I was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't want any of that. No, I got. I was well, just like, ah, I think I'll be fine. It. They seemed like easy hikes. They were. Yeah, I, I think you would have been fine if you didn't. You know. Stop for uh, fast food there. <laughs> but yeah so uh we finally get to the next town and I, I, we have to fast forward through this we're almost out of time here mm. um so this this town is nine thousand feet up okay that's the next town and um what's it called in that town uh so immediately as soon as i get there in my current state pass out i'm napping for Makes like hours yeah. and then they somebody comes to wake me up for dinner i wake up dinner again i'm not hungry i'm just like moving food around i try to yeah. eat a little bit and i'm not hungry so i'm not in a good state at this point yeah you know but they celebrated my birthday that was my birthday day that day that i was not feeling good was my birthday oh yes, my god happy good. birthday yeah thank you thank you so next morning wake up before breakfast, we have to hike a thousand feet up at four in the morning to get to the top of Poon Hill, which is like the main part of the. Of oh, the this hill. would be really cool if you were feeling good. Like, oh, yeah. pre-breakfast hike, and then we'll get some cool food at the top. No, no food at the top. Now you have to hike back down, and then there's food. Um, so you climb to the thousand feet, and you're just supposed to watch the sunrise over the Himalayas. Beautiful. It was gorgeous. I have amazing pictures of that hike but yeah it was kind of cool to hike with just a headlamp get to the top yeah and watch the sunrise over the himalayas it was amazing um but yeah get back down again i'm exhausted they're like okay it's breakfast time i'm like oh, i don't know if i'm really hungry and somebody said steve a common thing is like loss of appetite if you have low blood sugar try to eat something that is really high in sugar and like I saw in the gr like regular grocery store over here, like the little store for people, um, like the little stand, they had Kit Kat bars, hmm. and I was like, okay, I'll eat a Kit Kat bar. I love Kit Kat bars. Yeah. yeah, and I ate it. It was the Kit Kat bar from God, <laughs> Jim, because this is what you immediately felt better. Emotion. Immediately felt better. Yeah, the low blood sugar was was very interesting. Um, yeah. A kick at bar saved my life is, is going to be the moral of this story. <laughs> saved my hike. Yes. Um, but yeah, immediately ate breakfast. I was great. Um, but yeah, at that, from that point on, I was fueled by kick at bars and Sprites. Well, because your stomach was better though at that point. Yeah. It's been like three yeah. days. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so we get to, we hike along, we hike along. Um, but by lunchtime, like I ate something, didn't sit well, vomited. That was, that was another. Oh, you had Kit Kat bars and Sprite. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> and then just like chow mein. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah. Continue along the hike though, but now it's like slightly downhill. Not too bad. Okay. Um, then the next, that night on the fourth, on the fourth day was, the, th the third into the fourth day um, was the worst night in terms of like stomach issues. Uh, so much so that a normal person would go to a doctor. Wow. And 
So but you're a trooper. <laughs> well, I talked to the guide and he was just like, Steve, just take some Imodium. And if it's still an issue, by the time we hike to the next place, uh, then we'll just like get a bus and we'll bring you into town and go see a doctor. And I was like, okay, guess we're going to do this. We're just going to power through. Imodium is pretty powerful, but you need a few tablets. You can't just take like one serving. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. Yeah. I took a bunch of Imodium. Um, and yeah, uh, luckily by the time halfway through the hike, I was, I started to feel better. It started not being an issue. And um, oh, I didn't have to go to the doctor. Yeah, if you but... don't have a bacterial thing that's like an actual, you need antibiotics. Taking that too, I was taking antibiotics. I had gotten oh. some like yeah. Okay, I, I was gonna say yeah, like if you took that, Imodium just shuts down your digestive system. So right. as long as you have both of those things, you should be okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So hike to the next town. This town is a little bit bigger than the other towns it had like a monastery and stuff like that and an actual hotel with a reception area like you had a shower in your room and a bathroom in your room and i was like oh, what is nice. this wonderful place yeah super nice yeah you look down at the plebes though and they're living in their little shacks but you're in your what was your, who was your what was yours called what was his name my my porter yeah uh, his name was Aso. Aso? Aso. Where, where did he live? Like, when you were in the hotel, where did he stay? In the hotel. Oh, so your $100 covers that too. Yeah. Wow. The currency. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, it's nuts when you, when you think about it. Like you can feed yourself for the day for $10 American. You feed yeah. yourself for the day, you know. That's kind of crazy. And that's like good meals, $10. Yeah. Like extravagant meals. Twenty dollars a day, and you're you're eating extravagantly. Wow, yeah, one sushi roll here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, so I'm feeling fine at this point. Again, fueled by Kit Kat and the Sprite, I'm all in a, in better shape, and the hike's not as bad. So um, one thing I want to point out is during those hikes, there were some cool environmental changes so like the first day was road the second day was the steps straight up and then the top of poon hill see the himalayas the third then uh the third day is a rhododendron forest which is like pink flowers on trees beautiful it was like walking through like a cherry blossom forest mm. and there's just like petals falling all around you it was like you were in a like a fantasy land and then the third to the fourth day was pure downhill, um, but so was the water, and there was waterfalls galore and wow. moss and trees. It was beautiful, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then the fifth day they give you the option of hiking again downhill for another six hours or taking a bus. And everyone was like, you know what, we're done. Five four days of hiking is enough. So everyone so, took the bus. Everyone voted on the bus, yeah. Oh, it was a group vote. Group vote, yeah. Uh, was there anybody who voted to walk down? Some people were, like, hesitant. They wanted to walk down, but seeing that the group mostly wanted to, they were just so like... Did okay. anybody, but when did anybody fall at any point? Like, I, I'm yeah, worried going if... going downhill, um, there were some people that fell. When you we were going through, like, the waterfalls and stuff like that, the rocks were a little slippery. Some people fell. 
Um, like but no how, one got really hurt. Nobody like goes down 50,000 stairs or whatever. No, 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 no. Okay. No, everyone's got hiking poles and the hiking poles, like, you know, you're, they can brace you pretty easily. So they have yeah. a point at the end, a hiking pole. Uh, yeah, but you can, usually it's covered by like a rubber stopper. Oh, okay. yeah, you can take it off and just use. Like, oh, so you can like, that helps a lot then for your legs too. Cause you can use your arms to help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Cause everyone's legs were shot by, especially the downhill portion climbing down again, a ton of stairs it's hard. Uh, is hard on your legs on stone stairs. Yeah. Hard on your legs, hard on your joints. So, so yeah, so, uh, took a bus. Now the bus is again, like a taxi. It was two, two minivans is what it was. And the road is completely unfinished. You're like bumping everywhere. It was, I have great video footage of us. Like everyone is like flying all over the car, <laughs> just trying to get down again, going 10 miles an hour all the way to the bottom of the hill um through this bus and yeah then we get to pakara the second biggest city hang out there do some shopping felt good to get into semi-civilization pakara again is nice then the next day you could take the 10-hour bus ride or take the plane guess what now <laughs> everyone took the plane no one took that 10-hour bus ride back <laughs> i can't believe you took that bus ride I mean, it must have been cheaper i guess yeah yeah yeah, it was free. It was free. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah, it was free. Free versus pay is a big difference. Versus eighty bucks. Yeah. I might have taken the f the free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And then you went back to the trash city before you had to fly home. So yeah. So we went to Kathmandu. Unfortunately, my plane was the following day. So we went from from we so because we took a plane, it only took twenty five minutes. So we land early into Kathmandu. So you have the whole day in Kathmandu. And then the following day is when you're supposed to travel out. But my flight wasn't until 11 o'clock at night. So I had almost two full days in Kathmandu. Oh, that's when you were texting me, I think. Yeah. Because yeah, you were replying kidding. back immediately. And I was like, isn't this guy hiking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been in Pokhara too. Pokhara and Kathmandu, the Wi-Fi was a little more reliable than in the little tea huts and random hotels in the mountains yeah um but yeah so then when because you're in kathmandu kathmandu does have seven unesco world heritage sites a what so a what what is that you, the unesco world heritage sites just like like big important sites that have to do with culture and stuff okay. like that um so we got to go i went to four of them well, uh, and then a botanical garden. So there was a botanical gardens, not a not a world heritage site, but then we went to uh, the monkey temple. It's like a temple where monkeys are all over the place. Uh, we went to a Hindu temple. Isn't there a video game where there's a a monkey temple and you have to beat that? I've watched somebody play that level. Definitely, definitely. Monkey temple is that like, a Dark Souls one? It's actually, it's actually like a common thing. There's a few monkey temples all over the world. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. When they're like little temples that just monkeys decide to like live in home. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So we went to a Hindu temple and that one was super interesting. Uh, massive, massive Hindu temple. And they, the, it, it's kind of like India where they cremate 
they're dead and the ashes they just put into the river. And so into the river. Yeah. Oh, so like, it's like a, it's like a tea flavored water they're drinking. Sure. (laughs) So, but yes, we were there and we watched like a cremation happening. They just do it out in the open. And then they just shoved the ashes into the river afterwards. And to me, I don't know. Like, the the water is filthy. One, it's filled with ashes of other people. And two, trash. There's trash everywhere in the river. I don't know why I would want my... I would think my relative wants to go in there. But they, they consider the river sacred. Like, it's a sacred river, you know, filled with trash. And that's where they want to put their dead. So, but yeah. Um, then we went to a Buddhist temple. And just to tell you again, I, I it's, it's almost sounds like a broken record. But how little people care about trash. There was a Buddhist monk that was walking around the Buddhist temple, full robes, you know, bald head, you know, the red robes, drinking out of a water bottle. He was finished and he tossed the water bottle to the side. And I was like, you're a Buddhist monk. How are you doing he this? He just threw it out? Just threw it on the ground, the whole wow. water bottle. Yeah. So you lost all respect for these monks right there. Yes, yeah. I was like, I guess they don't like... I mean, Buddhism is more about self than, I guess, of the planet, you know? But, like, I really would think it would be an ideology in Buddhism to, like, preserve the planet, you know? But guess not. No. <laughs> okay. It was kind of cool. We walked into, like, a Buddhist prayer. Like, it was just, it was a big prayer room with a big, like, you know, Buddhist uh, statue. And then they were just, like, chanting and humming um there's you know, a buddha statue i'm guessing there yeah buddha statue yeah and um yeah so that was kind of cool and then we went to a palace for like an old king and that was massive very cool very cool pictures okay um and yeah um so that's it that was that was a nepal trip um let me tell you also that coming back into the united states I had to go through airport security five times. Five times? There's... They don't just let you in? <laughs> no. Last time, last time I came here from Europe, they had Europe the, is very different they than had the They had the Americans line and then, like, the peasants line. And I just walked in the Americans line, and then they said, hey, welcome on back. Come on no, no, in. No, 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 no. That's the customs. That's once you land. Yeah. But throughout the journey, I went through airport security five times. Oh, you're talking about in the airports and the pat-downs and the yeah. – oh, okay. All right. So just to get into the airport in Nepal, you have to go through airport security. Okay. You don't, you're, not, you're not even checking in your bags yet. Your bag's going through an x-ray already oh. from, from the get-go. Okay. And yeah, so then you got to go through – you check in your bag. You go to regular security, which is split men and women, and then regular security – then you land in Istanbul, Turkey again. As soon as you land, you got to go through airport security again. Wow. From from the plane just to get into like the other terminals. Oh, um, that's probably because they don't have like security at every location they have to fly to. So they have to you, do it. You would think that. But then I get to my gate and there's airport security at the gate. <laughs> at the gate, there's airport security. Okay. And this airport security, they have to open everyone has to open their carry-on luggage and you have to look through it so it doesn't matter if you have a big suitcase there's no machine bag. no machine you open it somebody's going through your stuff 
and and seeing old things. school like 80s old style school. yes yes yeah and then you land of course and you have to go through customs and so <laughs> it was five air force securities i had to wow. go through i was losing my mind the amount of times i had to take off my belt and my shoes and open up my bag and stuff like that so you know if terrorists can get through all of those things without beating a sweat you know they 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 they, they did them rotten but because I, you know, I was like, this is intense. I can't imagine anyone sneaking through into the country like this, you know. And did they do any, like, pat-downs or anything? Because without the x Yeah, everywhere. Machines. You did a pat-down everywhere. They did the the wand yeah. to, like, to, to check you for stuff. Yeah. I'd imagine so. So, yeah, that was the trip. We went a little long today. I'm sorry that it was so much, but there was so much to talk about. Yeah. Well, don't apologize to me. Apologize to our listeners, Steve. <laughs> If Jimmy didn't talk about his weeks for such a long time. I know. know. I spent like three minutes on my section. (laughs) But it was also your birthday, too. So we have your birthday. We could talk about that next week. And we have Easter to talk about. There's a bunch because we were were on a hiatus for two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So uh, thanks for joining us, guys. If you liked our content, check us out. We're creativity level zero uh, on Instagram. We're creativity underscore level underscore zero of the number. Um, and we stream live every Thursday at 9 p.m. on Twitch TV. We're Twitch TV slash uh, creativity level zero. Again, the zero is the number zero. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks, guys.